together we can get somewhere any place is better starting from zero got nothing to lose maybe we'll make something me myself nothing to prove And good morning, everyone, and welcome to All Things SR Podcast. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, Pam. How are you this fine Saturday? <laughs> oh, it's a lovely day in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, what can I tell you? Uh, just uh, just very tired today. Last night was the um, night to shine prom for exceptional people. How did that go? You're an exceptional person. That. Well, thank you so much. But it was it was very nice. It was a lot of fun. The kids all had a great time. They were the kids. They're not all kids, but uh, you know what I mean. They Mary went with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend had a white dinner jacket that had silver sparkles all over it, and a red bow tie with sequins and a black shirt. And Mary wore this a very pretty pretty black dress with a nice big long like a rhinestone chain Aww. and uh, her, her grandmother's mink stall. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was very interesting to say the least. So I would say hi to Anna and Helena and Nadia and Ellie and Betty and Lori and Shell. Oh, and I Leslie has to sign on. Too. Well, <laughs> yeah, somehow something got updated because my password's not in there. So now I have to re-log in. Ah. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. Let's see if I get in there now. Uh -huh. there no, I'm here. You're in. You're in. It only took me a minute because I, I was in on the chat when um, Shell wrote, good morning, SR land, which I love. By the way, Shell, that makes me happy every every week that I see that just makes me smile. And Elena's saying and it's going to hit the mid fifties on the coast of Maine and right back down to the twenties. There you go. Of I think course. that's I think that's what's supposed to happen here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I heard there might be snow this week. Well, I was looking at the forecast, and well, maybe it's going to snow where you are. We're on the line, and right now it's saying rain, not snow, which typically is what happens because of we're in the Susquehanna River Valley. Right, right, and you know we're we're close to the uh, the ocean, so you never know what's going to happen with us. The I ninety five line, they call yes, it. yes, yeah. So, we're on the we're on the north south line, so we're kind of north of us towards Sealands Grove and State College and points north tend to get the snow and we tend to escape it. But we'll have to see how it goes. I'm just yes. glad it was yes. uh, sunny yesterday and mm -hmm. I'm um, hopeful that we have some nice weather this weekend. Um, I really have no plans except for I'm spending a little time with my friend Suzanne, and of course, I'm going to go see my mom. And um, I have a lot of <laughs> a lot of house projects I'm trying to get to, and work, 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 work to do. So, <clears throat> work, work, work. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's Super Bowl Sunday I know. tomorrow. I know, and I'm excited about that. I should have said, uh, you know, the Super Bowl's a long time away in Amorous time. <laughs> I just need to get through the next hour. That, well, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that, that, an hour's a long time. Oh, my gosh. Time. You're right. And I, it's so, you know, it, I'm, I'm seeing everyone in the chat saying all the, the variations. Um, Lori, for example, in Texas, has a forecast of snow of 3 to 12 inches. Texas can be confusing, she says. 
Shell says it's 42 and it rained overnight. Should be about 55. And Anna's, Anna shared my pain. She said new phone and had to re-log into everything. What a pain. That is one of my least favorite things to do in that my life, Anna. I'm with you. And it was almost 60 degrees yesterday um, in Western PA where she lives. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Nadia C says, I love when my son has a late hockey game. So I can listen to you live when watching. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad oh, you that's can. That's great. That's great. And Shell is all about the Chiefs. It must be insanity in your neck of the woods, Shell. I've been thinking of you oh. seeing any of coverage or reference to the game. <laughs> and, and Betty says yes. Taylor's Betty's... boyfriend plays tomorrow. Yes. yes I am true. laughing at the at the shirts uh, with that on. I saw on The View yesterday, some of the hosts <laughs> have uh, had, I'm for Taylor them, yeah. Swift. I, I, I want Taylor Swift's boyfriend to win or something like that. <laughs> it was really funny. It, it, it's a it's, phenomena. It, 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 it is a phenomenon. And I, you know, I understand that the odds on Taylor showing up at the game are, are being betted on. And of course you could bet on, you know, see which snowflake drops first in Las Vegas. <laughs> this is true. And Shell notes that she's far away from Allegiant Stadium, which is great. It'll give you a little that, bit of peace. You know, as, much, as, as much fun as being in the area where the everything that is going on, it's always nice to be away from it. Too. Yes. Yeah, we, had a, we had the um, NFL experience a couple years ago because they uh, they did a uh, their draft here one year, and forget driving downtown. You just you, you had to go all the way around. Oh yeah. Downtown. And then uh, the the year the Pope was here, uh, that as, as amazing as as Pope Francis coming to Philadelphia for the family, whatever it was that year, he stayed not far from where I live at a mm -hmm. seminary, and the main street. And the main road that takes you to all the highways that get into the city. When he was leaving the building, all of a sudden, all the trash trucks from Philadelphia and Lower Marion Township lined all the cross streets, and they the police closed off uh, City Avenue, which goes in front of St. Joe's and stuff, to get to the road. And it was, you know, if you heard more people complain about that <laughs> than anything else. You know, but it's fun any, in any event. It is. It is. Uh, well, and mm -hmm. it's a necessary. I'm always impressed with the uh, logistical maneuverings to have any kind of major event happen. So kudos to the folks in Vegas for getting the Super Bowl together. That's for sure. Yes. 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 Yeah. Let's have it in a nice cold snowy area where like in Buffalo next time. <laughs> so that the fans can go oh you know they avoid any of those types of things i know i know they avoid those venues <laughs> i remember back in the, back in the 70s the big thing was are we going to have an enclosed stadium or an open stadium when they were putting all these bonds together to do some new stadium in philadelphia so yeah anyway anyway that, and as Kenzie, I just said that twice, just for you. Um, <laughs> it, 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 Kenzie gets on me about that, but that's Yeah, okay. well, Anna's a big we TNT fan, and, and Lori saw on the news where Taylor's finishing her concert in Japan and will be on her way back soon. Um, mm -hmm. Betty's wondering who Paul and Emerson will root for this at this year's game. <laughs> and Ellie in California says it's 36 Fahrenheit in Central Valley today, but heading for a day trip to San Francisco, it's 56, or it's 45 to 60 degrees there. Go figure. Yeah, it's just crazy. Uh -huh. It's just crazy. Uh, oh, yeah. Anna and her son and daughter were in Philly, his daughter-in-law were in Philly last year for a play on Super Bowl weekend last year. An additional adventure for uh -huh. sure. Oh my gosh. Oh, I was absolutely. too. I was too. Absolutely. Anna. I was too. I actually bought a t shirt on the corner from a guy who was getting a phone call saying people are coming to check, um, coming out to check his stand to make sure he was legitimate. And as he was packing, as Unlicensed. I was paying and he was packing his shirts <laughs> up, <laughs> I of just course. was like, only, of course. only in Philly. It's a, hey, 
it's a philly hey that's the shirt i got it's a philly thing that's right my my daughter's flight got delayed i was going there to pick my daughter up completely missed i listened to the game i got home in the last 30 seconds of the game which was heart-wrenching and as you know if you're a philadelphia fan it was horrific um so yeah. And there you go. Anyway, that's that's uh, our sports short there for this you go. morning. That's the story. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it should be fun. And the if you're having parties shorts. or going to parties, enjoy and be safe. And uh, well, my my sister's all full of me making. Yum. I'm. I, I, I'm I'm game for it, but I, I'm not sure how game she is for it. Yeah. Well, I'm always down for for a, a reason to because celebrate she, and have you know, yummy food. So. She doesn't want cilantro in it, so. Yeah. Whatever. People say, yeah, people go either way on cilantro. Um, And as Anna says, the corner t-shirt guy is always legit. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) That's what I wrote. Uh, I remember being at a Springsteen concert and buying a ticket out on Madison Avenue and and in the, or buying a shirt in Madison Avenue, and it was like, you know, it's, it's, then you go in and they, they've got all the stands inside and it's, it's not the same one. <laughs> so. Well, speaking of Springsteen, I That's think okay. I was telling you this yesterday. Um, I saw the Netflix documentary on um, The Greatest Night in Pop. It was uh, a documentary on the making of the We Are the World um, single. Yes. And it's worth a watch. It is really, really fun um, and interesting I learned. I had no idea some of the backstories that went into making that, and it was really, it was it was quite a good, yeah, it was I, quite well done. I thought they pieced together um, great footage, and they had really good interviews. I mean, they Springsteen was interviewed for this. Uh, Lionel Richie kind of served mm-hmm. as the um, narrator slash um, primary interviewee since he was at the center. Um, of mm-hmm. uh, of the action, so to speak, and then they had other yep. uh, clips, and um, Huey Lewis was interviewed. Uh, Sheila E was interviewed. There was a lot of good, um, mm-hmm. good footage, mm-hmm. good content. Well, yeah, you know that mid '80s time they had Hands Across mm-hmm. America and uh, the We Are the World and and Live Aid. Yeah, well, it all started with. Um, do they know it's Christmas? Uh, that the UK right. artist did um, at the uh, mm-hmm. coordination of Bob Geldof, and that's what started mm-hmm. the whole thing. It went from there to oh, this yeah. uh, this We Are the World effort, and then that kind of gave the artists idea, confidence, whatever, to do all different kinds of things, like the projects mm-hmm. you mentioned, mm-hmm. like Farm Aid. Willie Nelson's done that for decades. Um, yes. So it's just it's. It was really, I see a couple of you have are saying they've seen it. Elena said, great documentary. Lori said, it is a great and documentary. You, and Bruce always makes me think of Pam. One of the things that, uh, if you ever, uh, if you have Audible, there's a free podcast on Audible with Kevin Hart and Bob mm. Geldof. And they're talking about the year of Live Aid. I think that was like 85. And um, the, the what was going on in Philadelphia uh, at the time, and Bob Geldof trying to put Live Aid together in the United mm. States, it is fascinating. Oh, it I'll definitely check that out because it was really because it was a tough time for Philly because they had what was you know, they, they had this radical group called Move, where the mayor ended up bombing a yeah. whole neighborhood firebombing a whole neighborhood and I, I mean I mean like a, a two or three blocks yeah it was that was down. horrible yeah and then um they had that and then Bob Geldof talking about trying to put Live Aid into into the United States because they had Wembley all set up and they wanted to do LA and LA wouldn't let them do it New York wouldn't let them do it and finally uh they they were looking for venues and they uh the, the one of the producers says well how about JFK State or JFK Stadium in Philadelphia, and they at first they weren't 
Mayor Good wasn't going to let it happen. And then with all this move stuff, they thought it would be good PR to have Live Aid come to Philadelphia. So that's how Live Aid. Wow, Philadelphia. I did not know that entire backstory. Yeah, I mean, that it, is it was, and that's why I say it is. And shocking that LA and New York turned them down. Like that's uh-huh. yeah. Well, they probably regretted that decision because man, the economic impact I they had. Probably. I know it's a lot. There is a lot of money you put out with all the security and arrangements, but you're bringing in a ton of revenue. Uh, yeah, there was there was a lot of revenue yeah. for that. Yeah, and and uh, B- Betty mentioned uh, Hands Across America, thinking of the film Us. Well, I can tell you that Patrick Langworthy and I stood in front of the Enterprise on the West Side Highway, holding hands. Across oh, I love that. And I have and I have the certificate. <laughs> Another uh, chapter for your book, Pam. Anyway. Yes, yes. My my hippie chapter, my let me protest anything chapter is coming to anyway. I think that's a that's a theme throughout your book. I don't think it's one chapter. I think that's part of who you are. Which makes me <laughs> endeared to you even more. Um yes, uh, Lena says another chapter, Rumi, you better get started on those books. Yeah, yeah. and Ellie just was noting she had loved watching Cindy Lauper in that documentary. And when Diana Ross cried at the mm-hmm. end, so moved by the experience, not wanting it to end. I know that was one of the things I took away, um, Ellie, as well. It was real. I love Diana Ross, period. Um, mm-hmm. I was lucky mm-hmm. enough to get to see her perform in Hershey a couple years ago. And, mm-hmm. and um, it, this just made me love her even more because she you could tell. It was so meaningful to her uh, to be a part of it, and it was beautiful. So, um, Shell's noting this is volume 918 for you, Pam. Um, and, and she also remembered them saying that everyone checked their ego at the door. I love that, too. Yep. Quincy Jones wrote a sign on a piece of paper and posted it to remind people that we have a job to do and they have no time for anyone Um acting up. So I, that was very, you know, from one interesting author to another, um, tell us the news from SR land, Pam. Well, the the news from the world of SR, it says, I've been listening to a true crime podcast, which is recommended, but which was recommended by reader. It's called the true believer podcast. Um, it's, uh, uh, about an unsolved murder in a, in a, at an American theological school. It's very good. And lately I've been watching the latest season of True Detective on HBO, which is also very good. Yeah, I love the fact and, that SR is uh, into the true crime. I think that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if any of these themes will will uh, find its way into his writing well, its way in at the some ne- point. In the new book? Well, Nicholas and Acacia are sort of into that genre, but... And it, but um, you know I understand that there there are Easter eggs in this true crime that go back to the very first. Oh wow! Yeah, so just an FYI. Um, he also mentions that the audio book of the Man in the Black Suit is still on sale, and uh, which is a great thing. Oh, and, that is a great audio book. And he is just don't drive while you're listening to it. <laughs> Depends the on the chapter. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, also, he's looking forward to the beginning of the Lenten reading um, on Wednesday, and he'd like to remind everybody they can pick up the Kindle edition right away through Amazon. It's Way of the Pilgrim continues, and uh, he'll be joining our podcast on uh the 16th to discuss the book i'm very excited i feel like he wrote the uh the link to the kindle just for me (laughs) 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 um and the fact that he's going to be joining us um march 16th which is just a little over a, a month away Oh my gosh, March 16th. I'm going to be delirious um, that morning because that'll be, uh, I will just have finished the uh, multi-day epic event in Orlando that I'm knee-deep in work with right right. now. That's right. Um, Yeah, I'm glad. I'm really glad uh, he can do that. And 
I told him we would pregame St. Patrick's Day. As well. <laughs> we might need to have uh, appropriate music. Of course, of course. <laughs> That'll be really good. Yeah, one of the things my I, this is kind of morbid, but it's not. Um, I told my sister that um, when my time comes and my uh, they have my funeral, I want a funeral. Just like the guy from the. Oh my, gosh, yes. oh my gosh! Yeah. Where everybody went, got up dancing. <laughs> I just that to me was a very joyous feeling. Well, and I think I think anyway. that's I think it's as it should be. It should be a celebration yes, of life. Yes, absolutely. You know, absolutely. But anyway, like I said, that was a little more <laughs> bit, and I just. But that's what I want. <laughs> Betty says I have to start reading. I'm so behind on so many of my to read lists. Um, well, don't worry about this. I mean, I think he's, you know, intending this to be kind of as you go. So, and SR's mm-hmm. not grading us. So remember that. No, he's not. Um, Betty also notes and that it's Akasia's also Akasia's birthday. birthday. That's right. I know. We um, have a lot, a lot of themes to weave in that week. Unless we hold her party, maybe we hold her party the following week. We can't. We're, well, no, uh, we can't I, because we're, we're going to be. <laughs> we're at oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, um, we can thank you for it. all it my caregivers out there. Lori's saying, test Leslie, take good care of yourself. Eat well, take your vitamins, et cetera, and stay hydrated, Leslie. Shell notes. I will do that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I got in, I got in trouble because I'm uh, halfway through Chapter 1 already. <laughs> And I and I got a lecture from um, my dear friend Kenzie about that. Not too long ago. Well, she has to keep you in line, Pam. That's okay. Someone has to. She does. I know. <laughs> Someone's got to corrupt her. So. There we go. Uh, I, and I, I play. Betty does have a question for you. Um, what song do you want us to dance to, Pam? Uh, <laughs> um. Well, I like I, I, the fairy tale of New York is what they played at his funeral. So um, I, I don't know. It could be something Irish. It could be it has to, something joyous. It could be something from I was just going to say, it has, we have to do Bruce. I mean, I think Irish, Bruce, uh, we could come up with a good playlist for you. Yeah, we could. We could. Uh, so. And anyway. Nadia's uh, excited about Passion Con. She says, see you at Passion Con. It was mm-hmm. great to meet you in person last time. It's going yep. to be fun. And it's Lori's birthday on St. Patrick's the day. day after St. Patrick's Day. Oh, mm-hmm. Lori, that would mm-hmm. be a really fun birthday. <laughs> a multi-day. I, 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 are I, you I, celebrating uh, the month of March as your birthday month? My my daughter, uh, my youngest daughter's, my due date for her was St. Patrick's Day, but she came a week early. So, well, I, I I say that that's Walter's birthday also because I know he was born sometime in March, but I don't know exactly <laughs> when. So, like you say, Patrick's Day, why not? Betty's and, asking, yeah. are you ladies going to make everyone sing "We Are the World" at Passion Con? I don't know, Betty. Are you going to leave that? That would be you know. <laughs> You never know. Uh, the we, karaoke you know, will definitely know. come out. I have a feeling. So, yeah, did was there karaoke? Yeah, last at year? the first pa- Passion Con. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun to see what people would sing. Um, and Elena says, "How about Billy Joel? Only the good die young." Because even if you're over a hundred, it would be too soon. <laughs> that would. That is. Too I, love too. I love it. I love it. Was the, there was uh, another one that I was just thinking of, and I forget, it just slipped out of my head, which happens a lot these days. Yeah, so so much, so much. <laughs> okay, there's a lot going on as well. So, that and uh, speaking of a lot going on, we have a lot going on in Chapter 32. We are now on the third part of our Chapter 32 journey. Um and it's not the final part. We still have more to no, review, but it, it is not much. It just last week will be the end. Next yeah, week be yeah. The end. But it's still, it's it's not your, <laughs> it's not your short and sweet chapter. That's for sure. Um, Julia uh, is uh, kind of uh, 
in her sexual haze, I guess, at the beginning of this chapter. It's mm-hmm. the morning. And she, Julia woke uh, to an empty bed, um, an empty bathroom, and an empty balcony. She was looking around for her husband. And she went to the kitchen and noted the car keys were still on the counter, uh, along with the empty Coca-Cola bottle. And, you know, she felt a little bit hurt after such an intense night. It had been extremely passionate. They had made love against the wall. They made love against the bathroom counter, on the floor, and then finally in bed. Uh, The sun actually was peaking at sunrise when they finally fell asleep. So they were going all night. Gabriel... Mm -hmm. um, is oh, ha- I'll no. say kudos to oh, the uh, endurance there, um, yes, professor. So Julia mm-hmm. had wanted to wake up with him and perhaps explore his body slowly. You know, she was she really thought she'd be waking up in his arms and being with him, and maybe continuing. I think in her mind, she was thinking they might continue a little bit more of that, and. Unfortunately, he wasn't there, and there was not even a note, and that made her very anxious. As Betty says, uh, it's Groundhog Day again. Methinks the professor is not home. (laughs) Betty also said, oh, my, Gabriel has a lot of stamina. (laughs) And Shell said, from the wall to the counter, from the counter to the floor. (laughs) Hey, you know, whatever floats your boat. (laughs) And... You know, Gabriel had not even left a glass of water or or cranberry juice, for that matter, um, as was his custom. And she was kind of wondering if this is the way he left the women that he spent the night with in his past. And, you know, her her mind and her imagination started to run at this point. Her anxiety mm-hmm. around it then morphed into unhappiness. And she ran up the stairs to their room. And changed into her bikini, sunglasses, and hat. And she decided she needed to do something. She can't just sit here ruminating on this. It was not going to get any better if she did that. So she decided, oh, I'm going to go to the pool because, uh, lucky woman, she had a beautiful pool in this gorgeous place in Umbria. And um, Betty laughed that, ha, 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 Julia is insatiable. Uh, I think she is, especially when it comes to her husband. So um, mm-hmm. we asked SR a bunch of questions, and, but uh, mm-hmm. one of them was, why no kitchen table sex, winky face? You know, they mm-hmm. hit enough surfaces um, as it was. And um, SR was, must have been in a cheeky mood when he, <laughs> he was doing these questions, uh, responses, because. <laughs> this was funny. Yeah. I thought it was funny the way he responded. Uh-huh. He said, the question of kitchen table sex comes up from time to time, but I'm not sure I can improve on the famous kitchen table outtake. And he uh, has given us the link, which I'm going to put in the chat. And he said, I may need to venture into the realm of dining room table sex, dot, dot, dot. So. Uh-huh. You never bring know it on, SR. I'm ready for that scene. And, and Ellie, I I've already hooked up with Tiffany. We're we're going to be uh, talking at the at Passion Con, so I'm looking forward to that. Yes, yeah. So I will. We will watch out for each other. I'm sure. Yes, I can't wait to meet her. She's one of the people that um, I haven't had a chance to meet yet in the SR land. Um, and we wish you could be there with us, Ellie. Someday, someday we need to get together. Mm-hmm. Um, and Betty is, Betty notes that I'm still curious why the kitchen table sex scene didn't make it into the book. Um, that's a good question. says, Gabriel hovers and is attentive. Why are question. you like this? Gabriel is in a don't love me uh, or don't you love me? And Elena uh, notes that that is a great outtake. And I did put the link. Um, I actually put his answer, his response in the chat that includes the link to the very famous mm-hmm. and fan fave uh, kitchen, table. kitchen table sex scene. 
<laughs> Anna says, on the mahogany mm -hmm. table under the crystal chandelier. That's right, Anna. <laughs> and she <laughs> Nothing wrong with that as and long Shell's as it's got a dimmer. Julia's being wishy-washy. Um, I think she's just uh, still insecure in some ways, but <clears throat> she doesn't yeah. need to be. I mean, my gosh, they just had this intense night of passion and she's doubting him. I think that, that what's eating her, what's, what's bothering her is the fact that she knows something's wrong and he's not sharing it. Um, and that goes both ways with them. They both right. do that. Um, so mm -hmm. she's dressed for the pool and she dives in and starts swimming laps. And it kind of, uh, you know, put her in that, that pace, that zone where she had almost forgotten about her conversation with her father and about Gabriel's coldness this morning. And when she put her feet down in the shallow end of the pool as she was taking a break, she noticed a pair of running shoes. And you can imagine her peering up. Gabriel was there holding a towel for her as she came out of the pool. I told you not to swim alone. <laughs> not the ex I'm sure that's not the uh, reception she expected <laughs> no Julia said good morning um, she would not have had to swim alone if he had been there um, but there was not even a note she, you know, she said and in the chat um, yeah, Anna's saying she's too damn needy and Shell's saying, I understand you can't heal overnight, but to the love of all that's holy, stop doubting. Yeah, I, I agree. She needs to stop doubting. I mean, what they've been through, um, they, she needs to have that confidence that he'll be, he'll be, uh, he'll be a solid, um, steady force for her in her life. Um, and for they should be for each other. Um, Betty notes that Julia, have you heard Miley Cyrus's song "Flowers"? Flowers. <laughs> Which one? Um, at the uh, Grammys this past week, Julia, you're not the boss of me. Was her reply? <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's exactly what Julia, is, you know, was saying. You know. She's kind of asserting her independence. You know, there's not even a note. And he explained that he liked to run in the morning. And, you know, almost like, you know, I like to run in the morning. It's This is not a new thing. He does go running in the morning. And she said, but it's almost noon. And he seemed agitated and would not make eye contact with her, which, of course, I'm sure ramped up her anxiety. He was decidedly uncomfortable. Um... And Anna says, who leaves notes for everything, really? Come on. I think, though, he has, he, that's his MO, though. I think when you're used to it and it doesn't happen, that's kind of like a, I think he's trained her to expect all of these things because he's highly attentive to her. Um, and Shell says, so now she is the time police. <laughs> Mm, well, you know, I, I, she's also she's also been through an ordeal as he has, and they're both the, you know, I think she feels insecure because of the way he may be feeling yeah. insecure. Betty asked, "Does Julie expect to make Gabriel wear a tracker so she knows where he is twenty four seven? Um, and Shell says, "Does Julia do little things for Gabriel?" And Elena says, "She's the one who got up so late. So what's the problem?" Um, here with his run. I, I totally agree with that. Like, um, I totally agree with that. It's, you know, low draft <laughs> and he explained that he liked running in the morning and that, you know, he, he was agitated. He wasn't comfortable. Um, and she could not understand that she had been so weightless. She felt so great after their night of passion and so relaxed mm -hmm. after this fantastic night of sex. And he was still so strung tightly and he was so agitated. And I think 
that I can understand her kind of being like, um, how can you be, how, how can you be so off and so uncomfortable and so upset and agitated after our sex marathon? After right? a night like that, yeah. So she just, and, she mentioned yeah. that, you know, you could have left a note and he acknowledged that. He said, you know, I just didn't and think of Anna it. Anna says... <laughs> And Anna's like, you know, because they're both getting on her last nerve now, get on my couch. <laughs> Shell said, yes, Anna, she's hella needy. And Betty said, Julia, couples need space. That doesn't mean he's planning to leave you. It's not like a divorce can be done in 24 hours. Calm down, woman. And it's definitely not reciprocal <laughs> with these two. Um, no. <laughs> and then pull him into the pool and go down on him. <laughs> Anna, I, I think I, I like your direction there. Um, yeah, it's yeah. time to uh, time time to distract him again. <laughs> time to go for pool. Sex. Yes, yes, SR pool sex. There's another scene for you. So Betty mm -hmm. said, "Couldn't Julia just call him on his phone and ask him where he was?" Exactly. Um, although he probably didn't have his phone. Was this? Yeah, this was in time of cell phones, right? Um, Elena yeah. said, don't ruin the night before Julia by being so moody and questioning. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, Julia acknowledged that he liked to run. Um, but let, he usually lets her know when he would be back. So, um, I was channeling Betty here with this next question. What brand of running shoes did Gabriel wear? I hope I did you proud, Betty. Channeling, um, channeling, and uh, Gabriel wears Sassani running shoes. So now we know what he runs in. Is it? I yeah. I I'm always in Nike, mm -hmm. so but I don't run either. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know a lot of people who prefer them. It just depends on the foot. Thank you, Betty. Betty said that was a good question. Uh -huh. <laughs> and Anna can be the snarky therapist. <laughs> mm, that's true. I love it. I love it. So. Um, and uh, Shell also noted Julia can be self-sabotaging and then implode everyone else. And Lori, I think Anna's comment was in response to Lori's, which was, Anna, you need to make it into SR's next book. Yeah, <laughs> As so the, snarky the snarky therapist. psychiatrist. You and Snarky uh, narrator can get together. <laughs> uh, hashtag Snarky for the win, Shell says. And uh, Anna uh -huh. thinks Brooks running shoes are the best. And Betty would have thought Nike or Adidas. So, yeah, there's mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, people I know who are serious into running, it really, there's diff different brands work best on different uh, feet. Different so feet. that's mm -hmm. kind of how they they find one that works for them and then they go for it. But I do know a lot of people who, who wear those and Brooks as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think the new, the new brand that people are wearing nowadays. Are yes. Lucas. Yes. They look clunky anyway. But, they're, but clunky uh, so, but comfy. My daughter, Allie has them and she it, yeah, my likes sister them. Has them too. She has a pair mm -hmm. of black and white. I, I don't know. They just, I, I, I they just look chunky and old ladyish mm -hmm. to me. But that's, that's. Well, old ladyish is as, in as, style as, right as, now. <laughs> as my twelve-year-old granddaughter would say, that is the aesthetic. <laughs> yes, it is the aesthetic. <laughs> oh God, she's growing up too fast. Anyway, uh, he, you know, now he's he's, uh, you know, he's like still got stuff going on in his head and he's, he's thought about making some sort of a comment but decided against it and just said I'm going to go take a shower one way of getting well, out, of, you know what? out of it or invite her to come Sometimes take a shower the with best. him there's another way to get out of it that's true There's that's true he told her that uh, he had made the hotel reservations for her father and Diane and that he also sent them a fruit basket but that he was going to spend the rest of the day in his study uh, doing some work. And, you know, then he thought he would take her to Toadie for dinner tonight. 
And by the way, toady was not in my dictionary, so I had to make sure it again. Very good. I believe that's the correct way to spell it. Yeah. So uh, Julia said no. He and he was he was taken back by that. I think, and you know, Julia said, "You can't treat me so coldly and run off to your study." At this, his expression changed, and he didn't want me to be so cold. He had a lot in his mm -hmm. mind, and which I'm sure he did. He's playing with a lot of stuff in his head. Uh, so Julia knew that, and told him that she was hoping that their activities would have been help him work out that those foul moods. Gabriel stood in front of her, toying with her heart necklace, and he said, like, you know, I could hold you in my arms and make love to you all day, but that would not solve my problem. But it sure would be and fun. He, <laughs> yeah, it would be fun. You know, but, I, you know, it would be a hell of a lot of fun, but sex doesn't cure everything, and he does have some stuff that he needs to work out. He needs to be on Anna's couch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and Betty had said, remember when Raven thought Willie didn't want to be with her the morning after their first time? I guess the women in the boss's mm -hmm. novels are a little overdramatic. <laughs> you think? Yeah. You think? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as she placed her hand over his, uh, she would tell, she said, then tell me you love me. And his eyes met hers and said, I love you. But did he mean it or didn't he? And so, as the days of our lives, the same through the hourglass. She sighed and said to go find your solution, but don't forget that you're not the only person in this house. I don't want to live with a ghost. He kissed her and left the pool. So in the comments, Shell said, well, Gabriel doesn't like it when you're so freaking grouchy and needy and condescending and judgmental. Um, and Anna notes, oh, please, this is not being cold. So, and I, I do agree with that. Um, it's, it's not his usual level of attention, I think, you know, but it's not, I mean, being cold would have been leaving and not coming back or, you know, really shutting right. her out and not talking or being there and not talking to her. Um, so. <laughs> Julian needs to go make pasta and focaccia and let him have time. Um, I do think mm -hmm. she did, it kind of, it did seem though, even, I, I, I agree with you, Anna, and I think she did understand that she needed to let him go have his time. And I do feel like that was a little bit more of a, instead of kept harp, keep harping on him and saying, no, I don't want you to go to your office. I do feel like she kind of acquiesced and realized, okay, I do need to give him his space. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I did think that was something good. And then, um, yeah. Needy Julianne. Yes. Betty noted, and Betty noted that the, the whipped cream should be in the refrigerator. <laughs> and that, that would go well with the chocolate body paint. I'm just, just saying. So uh, we'd asked us, sorry, was he surprised when she said no to dinner and stood up for herself? SR says, I think he was a little taken aback when she stood up for herself, but he appreciates it too. It's important for her to do that. And he can uh, uh, show how far um, she's come from her days as a shy student. He's all, he also says, I don't know whether it's, an, uh, this is a question, I don't know whether it's an, it was an observation or a question. Gabriel seems to be grappling with his guilt. Um, or fear of the possibility of Julia being not being able to carry a child to term like Paulina with Maya. Is a, we, you know, and I asked, is that playing in his head? And he said, I think that's right, Pam. I think he's worried about genetics in a, in a deterministic way, as if his genes were deficient in some way. And the, when you think about it, this all started when, when she told him about the baby and having the the hyperplastic left right. And that and then he starts asking about what genetic you know, what family history and on health issues. So I think that Yeah, I'm gonna put the questions and answers in. I'm gonna actually put your question in there so people can kind of follow where he was driving at okay. there. Um uh, 
And then also, is he feeling comfortable with or confused with his lovemaking with Julia the night before? And uh, Sir responded, in the beginning of his relationship with Julia, he believed it would solve everything. Now he's realizing that it doesn't. And so again, he has to learn to cope with his own demons. Well, he has enough of them. Oh, he does. That he does. So, true to his word, Gabriel spent the afternoon in his study. Julia had no idea what was what he was doing in his study, uh, but she hoped that he was working out whatever was bothering him. And several scenarios were going through her mind. She's starting to get a little. Was it a revelation of her soon-to-be brother's illness caused him to rethink children? And maybe he had to come to the realization that married life wasn't what he thought it was, being with one woman. And her uh, Julia's anxiety was, was increasing, and she thought that she could handle anything. But Gabriel's coldness threw her a bit. She had survived it once when he left uh, when they were in Toronto, but she couldn't. It was crippling for her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, Anna had a comment about, you know, it's like Julia's playing adult, she, just like she thinks she's the expert in addiction. But I also mm -hmm. think that's an age-appropriate uh, depiction. Um, I think someone in their mid-20s tends to still be figuring things out. I, I could see that happening, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, again, she has a lot of uh, growth that needs uh, to happen. And Julia needs to look at herself and recognize that she is part of the problem, Shell notes. Yeah, and I agree. I, I, I don't think she... I don't think she sees her role in it yet. And Anna says, he still treats her like a fragile angel. He truly doesn't let go with her. Um, he truly doesn't. And he isn't effing cold. Now that's the truth. I mean, right. that's kind of like a misperception that she has or... I don't know. Again, maybe it's just because he wasn't as full on as he typically is. Insecurities running amok. Yes, a million percent. A million percent, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you're right about the age. I mean, I, you know, I can only relate to my first few months after getting married to Jim and, and something had happened and I, I just felt totally mm -hmm. left out, uh, you know. With everything, so I mean, I, I can understand that, but mm -hmm. yes, she is being a little bit insecure, mm -hmm. just a tad, <laughs> just a bit, just a tad, yeah, just a bit outside. You're full of references today, aren't you, Pam? <laughs> I am. Well, I'm looking forward. I know. To I'm, so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. First sign of spring. It, that's my. That's what I grab onto. And anyway. We're in the midst of the January, February doldrums. January, February doldrums. Yes, yes. With ball players mm -hmm. going to Florida and Arizona. So she she uh, decided to to divert her attention and to begin researching Philadelphia's Children's Hospital for hypoplastic left heart syndrome, and the website had given her some uh, some comfort. It had testimonials from patients, but each had a caveat, including the, do the no doctors. No one could predict what the long-range prognosis could be. And Julia prayed to help her father and Diane, and lastly for her little brother to give him help. And she thought um, that their sexual activity, with as far as her marriage, she was praying for that. She thought their sexual activity brought them closer. Now she was worried that they had the opposite effect. And if Gabriel was able to communicate with his body, he failed to see how she, she could communicate with words. So Julianne decided to go back and start researching again, the pediatric <laughs> cardiologist, so she could get him yeah, out of her Yeah, just mind. dig in. Let him go. Give mm -hmm. him time. Yep. And occupy yourself with something else. Anna's saying Christian needs to have a beer and come to Jesus with Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
<laughs> Shell notes, a new project for you, Pam, a whole desk reference library. Because <laughs> you have uh, enough to fill more than one volume, that's for sure. I'm sure. I, I, I've watched a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> and back. And Bob Uecker was always a favorite. <laughs> yeah, I, lo I love that. I love that so much. Um, I, as you would guess in our household, that's one of the films that we all rally around. And that was actually the first movie I saw when I was dating my husband. Um, yeah, that tells you how long ago that was. Um, so Betty said, you know, Gabriel, walking or talking to someone would help. Paul would be a great friend. <laughs> I uh, highly doubt Paul would got ever them in go there with Paul. to begin with. <laughs> oh my gosh. And Anna notes that Gabriel can't sustain this level of eggshells forever. It's exhausting. Yeah. And I think yes it is because she ended up falling asleep in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which begins our uh, next part uh, next week part 4. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. that's for sure, but I you know, I, I think your point's well taken, Anna, and the fact he won't be able to sustain this. And, you know, there is a lot of room for both of them to continue to grow. I mean, they have come far, but there is so much more. And especially Julia has a lot, a lot to, uh, needs, she needs to really understand and appreciate the uh, extraordinary, um, way that Gabriel treats her that's not like uh, you know uh, typical devotion here he does yeah, he does I lot, some of that is, on a pedestal um, he does and some of that is is um, her inexperience yeah, with yeah him. that's true that's very true and um, <laughs> Shell said Paul would be a great friend if he didn't covet another man's wife <laughs> That's true. Oh, I love you, Shell. Shell's like calling it like it is. <laughs> and Anna says, Paul would treat her with even more kid gloves. Paul was even more unrealistic. Um, yeah, I mean. This is yeah, true. Especially right now. Paul needs that distance. Um, he, need, he needed that break so he can kind of recalibrate and reset. Um. But Paul, you know, Paul is a good person, uh, but not in, for him to be a friend uh, to them through this period. No, that has disaster written all over it. Yes, it does. Uh, I mean, they're yes, in does. the middle of Italy. Like, how can they? <laughs> yeah, that's just the thing I kept thinking with her. You know, she can do other things. She doesn't need to, you know, she can let him go and she can do her own thing um, or her own research or reading or whatever. Um, I think that's important. And she should. I mean, I think, I think in any marriage, my, my, this is mm -hmm. my opinion. I think in any marriage, you know, you, you can, you should develop your, yourself as well and your things that you like to do. As well as, you know, enjoy your spouse's life, too. I mean, it's, I, I, I've seen men that are so devoted to their wives that everything they do is, all they ever do is follow their wives around. And that would make, personally, make me crazy. You know, that, that, that used to bug me, you know, sometimes. But, because I think men have to have their own hobbies and things that they like to do, so to, you know, to help develop themselves. Just like women. Right. Right. So. Uh, a lot of chat going on here. Um, <laughs> I feel like Paul brings out a lot of discussion. <laughs> um, Paul does bring a lot of discussion. <laughs> Betty says, I think Gabriel and Paul can have a friendship as long as Julia is not in the picture. I think they can have a professional friendship. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, it, I don't think that will happen anytime soon. Um, Shell notes, Paul's a good person in someone else's life. And Anna says, these guys mm -hmm. are all snowed by the brown-eyed angel. Her halo is held on by the devil horns. <laughs> How do you really feel, Anna? 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> Julia, why don't you go get a mani-pedi, Betty asks. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and Elena says, you know, I think Julia needs some gal pals. Get out and be a little crazy. Maybe go to Passion Con. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Elena, you know what? You're not wrong, though. I think um, she's always been kind of quiet and more to herself. And she does have Rachel. But I think having another friend or two could help really help balance that out. And has said, I'd love these two in couples therapy. Sit the F down and listen. <laughs> and Betty said, maybe do some yoga. Learn something new. Read a book. Watch a film. Do stuff on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It is important to have your own sense of self and not lose it in coupledom. It's easy to do that. But... Mm-hmm. But I think that's what makes a long-term, I think that's a secret to having a long-term relationship too. You, you have your own things and then you have your things you do with your spouse. Um, That seemed to work uh, pretty well for Mm -hmm. people. So Mm -hmm. yeah, do some yoga out by the pool. Exactly. Just. Get your yoga mat, put on some a nice new age yeah. music, and and play I, a little incense. I'd uh, I'd go. cue up some yoga with Adrienne on YouTube, some uh, which is who I uh, who I follow, um, doing uh, yoga and getting some little free yoga sessions. Um, mm-hmm. Elena notes that my husband and I do a lot t- together. But he has his hunting trips, and I have at least two getaways a year with girlfriends, and it works for us. Same, same. I think it, it works to have do things together and also to do um, fun things on your own with your friends as well. Shell said, I want mm-hmm. Julia to give Gabriel the grace she has given to an unworthy person. Insert Tom here. <laughs> and Anna said, Gabriel and Paul will never be friends. They never will be. They will never be reciprocal academic acquaintances either. There's too much emotional history. There may be a truce. Yeah. And Nadia is saying the hockey game is over. Thanks for letting me spend oh, the morning with you. Thanks you for joining yes, us, Nadia. Nadia. It's perfect timing too because we're about to wind wind down the podcast. I'm yeah. glad you could go. Yeah. I hope I hope your team won, um, and your player played well. Uh, Anna notes. Gabriel or Anna notes that um oh I just said that never mind yes mm-hmm. yeah. well Anna the other comment was uh having a uh, vibrator yeah. and <laughs> I thought I saw that but I wasn't sure and I mm-hmm. didn't know if it was still there or if it was pulled back so I may have been pulled back but I did see it it was there <laughs> oh my gosh you know that is always a good option too. Right. Mm-hmm. And 91 mm-hmm. coaches hockey like, tomorrow like morning that. out in Western PA. That's great. I love the fact mm-hmm. that he's giving back by coaching. I think that's wonderful. Um, and yeah, <laughs> shell, shell loves that, uh, appreciates that response, Anna as well. Mm-hmm. So rock on 91. Rock. Oh. Yeah, that's really great. Tis the season for hockey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Except when you're junior hockey right now and a couple of the uh, players from the Flyers are involved in that story. I did not see that story. Uh, oh, it's... it's yeah, I'll have to look it up. Mm-hmm. Junior hockey. Oh. Um, I... I Having known a few hockey players in my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Another chapter for your book. I, I, they, they, do, they do tend to have their, uh, their issues um, <clears throat> with women. I am going to leave us with a little Rod Stewart this morning with Maggie May. Classic. I remember... Yes, I remember seeing him in concert, throwing uh, soccer balls, kicking soccer balls out. <laughs> so, 
So everybody, have a great Saturday. Go whatever team you're rooting for tomorrow. Well, personally, I'm going for Taylor's boyfriend because <laughs> I'm fascinated by that whole dynamic there. It is Jason and his wife Kelsey and, and Travis and the family. So well, me, and Andy used so, to anyway. coach the Eagles. So let's not forget yep. that. Freak, yeah, he's a great coach. No, that's so. true. That is true. So, again, everybody have a good weekend. Go team and uh, don't imbob too much. <laughs> yes, yes. Ha have a great day. <laughs> Take care. Take care. <laughs>